Hey y'all, and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week we're going to talk about Fifty Shades Freed, the 1517 to Paris, Celebrity Big Brother, the Cloverfield Paradox, and Sex in the City 3. With me as always is my wonderful co-host, Adrian Gomez. Don't do that. I really hate everybody. Why? Except you and Patrick and Champ and my family. (laughs) That's a good handful. A baker's dozen. (laughs) What is a baker's dozen? Six. Isn't it 13? Oh, yeah. What'd I say? Huh? Can we start over? (laughs) Why do you hate everybody? (sighs) Just nonsense. Okay. Um, First of all, I don't know what I was going to say. How's your week been? Did I introduce you? Yes, you did. Okay. You had a more eventful week than I did. I got a car. I drove it here today. That is the best feeling in the world, I bet. A, the real question, how long does new car smell last? Forever. Do you want to hear a TMI story? I shouldn't tell you this, but I will. Mm-hmm. I first got in the car. Mm-hmm. I drove home, essentially, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. immediately. And I really had to toot. Okay. But I thought if I toot in this car right now, it's going to smell like a toot. And as everybody's getting in the car, they're going to be like, it doesn't smell like new car anymore. It smells like a fart. So you held it. So I held it. I've never heard you break wind. I do not fart in front of people. Or I try not to Neither do I. Either. Yeah, I'm not going to comment on that. But I really, I don't know why, because it's like, I think it's a fat thing. But it's like, I don't go, I never leave the house, which you know for sure, without applying new deodorant and spraying, like a cologne. Because I just like, I don't, it's a fat thing. I really do think so. Because like, I really have a fear of smelling. But do you smell? No. I've only smelt myself like B.O. like twice ever. Do your and, feet smell? Um, I don't think so. I don't really sweat in my feet. Mine smell bad when I don't wear any socks. I've never smelt your feet. Oh, that's good. Thank God. I only really, this is probably, we're talking too long about this, but I only really sweat on my face yeah. and my lower back. Not right here. In the well, chest. when I'm working out and I'm doing stuff where I have to go like this over and over, yeah. I'll notice I'll get a little like soul patch or yeah. sweat. <laughs> I'm like, whatever. Everybody else is like dripping to the floor. I'm not doing all that. No, exactly. Okay. Um, The first thing we're going to talk about is Fifty Shades Freed. First of all, they say this is like the dumping ground for movies. February. Yeah, and like January, February, that whole time. And Fifty Shades doesn't really count because it always comes out in February, which makes sense for Valentine's Day. But like the two movies that came out this week are Prime and Winchester last week. Yeah. Oh, I have to say something about Winchester. I what? was corrected. About what? So, in the podcast last week... When Editor's I was talking about, note. <laughs> when I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> talking about Winchester, I said that Helen Mirren went crazy right. and she saw ghosts or whatever. Right. Where, in fact, Helen Mirren's character was told by a therapist that she should build a ghost. I mean, build a house. Oh. Oh, what happened? A champ just... He just screenshotted the screen like 15 times. Uh, she was told by a therapist that she should build a house continuously so that the ghost of like her shamed customers could do something or have somewhere to go. So I apologize for speaking of it incorrectly. My aunt's friend has been there and she said the house is literally like an apartment building. I mean, it's like there's, it's not big at all. And she said it costs $40 and it's on like the side of a road. Yeah. I looked up the tickets. Sorry, 40 bucks. Also, $90 round trip for San Francisco. When are you going? In like three weeks, four weeks, five weeks. Four for weeks. how long? A weekend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. For what? 
to hang out with my friend Rachel. Oh, that'll be fun. Um, I'm excited. Uh, so anyway, Fifty Shades Free, the third and final film in the Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy. That's right. It was absolutely awful. If you liked this series, I'd love to talk to you. Because I'd love to know why. The two of them are endlessly boring. And in this one, they tried to give her a little bit more of a sarcastic banter than they have in the other one. Which was interesting because if you've watched her interviews, that is really how she is. She's very sarcastic, very dry. Yeah. And in this movie, they tried to go with that. But it just didn't make sense because, A, she's never been like that in the other movies. Right. And, B, it did not meet whatever energy he was putting off. Not at all. They filmed the second and third one together. Mm-hmm. Which is fascinating to me. And also, I told you before, the sex scenes were all done in a day and a half of filming. Crazy. Because he said it wasn't, because they were like, it isn't that so awkward. And he was like, it's not really that awkward because you do it in such a short period of time. Right. That's like business. I mean, it is probably the worst trilogy of all time. I would probably have to agree. It's bad. Like, this one was actually bad. The first, it wasn't as bad as the second one, though. The second one, I thought, was, like, really a bad movie. Yeah. Because that had the most story in it, also. Totally. This one, they were like, forget the story. We want to see them on top of each yeah. other. It was a lot of nipple play. Mm-hmm. Were you into that? Mm-mm. Also, why did he not show his wiener? That's not something men do in the nudie movies like that. Yeah, but, like, we're seeing so much of her body. To me, it's only fair. If I was her, I'd been like, you show your wiener, or I'm not doing this. <laughs> I guess it's different. I don't know. I mean, he's like, I can't get into it. Y'all know. If you see it, good for you. <laughs> Isn't it interesting, though, how all these, like, middle-aged women are going to see basically a Lifetime movie, but, like, the sex is, like, turned up to a 10? <laughs> It is weird. It was also awkward because we had to tell the people behind us to stop talking. And that had just happened to me, I told you, in that country movie. Mm -hmm. Like, shut up in the movies. And what do you call it? Maze Runner. That's right. It's like, enough. Stop talking. and Stop taking pictures of the screen. That I know (laughs) I don't get. I understand you want to take a picture of like when it says the title so you can put it like in your story. Do like what Alana does. Take a picture of your ticket and keep it moving. Yeah. So annoying. Or just like don't at all. Um, speaking of bad movies, we also saw 1517 to Paris. The 1517 to Paris. That was actually the worst movie I've ever seen. I am not kidding. Yeah, I agree. Worst movie I've ever seen easily. So in that case, I recommend going to see it. I agree. Um, it's a real story about these three guys who were on a train mm-hmm. to Paris. And... This there's like a terrorist attack on the train, yeah, and they use their military skills to like take the guy down, right? So the movie tries to structure together some storyline about their lives, um, in order to service the three minutes of like actual action that happened in the movie, and it stars the three real guys who actually save the train exactly and apparently there was a fourth guy which we know nothing about right at the end the guy was like these four men and there was also a fourth white man i was like huh (laughs) um yeah so bad directed by clint eastwood written by somebody who has literally only been a pa oppression assistant on like three movies her entire life it's so Stupid. It makes like, dumb. It it's made like me dumb. sad a on a lot of doubles. Dumb movie. 
it's not an interesting enough story to be told, I don't think. Just because, yeah, it's just not. You know, sort of like Sully wasn't really an interesting enough moment yeah, to be I, told. Exactly. This wasn't. Sully, at least, he that was a longer, drawn-out process with him going to court and all that. This was literally four minutes of time. Yeah. And they didn't know how else to tell that story other than those four minutes. Right. Sorry. Like, actually so the worst movie I've ever seen. Also, it doesn't... And here's the thing. The stunt, because that's what it is. The stunt of having real people play themselves in a movie is interesting. Totally. Had it been really well written. Absolutely. It wasn't really well written. There was like, three-fourths, not even, but like half the movie was literally just them existing. Like, what? recreating a vacation they had. Yeah. Why do I need to see that? Exactly. I don't want to see that unless it's, like, the Kardashians or, like, somebody like that. Who are, like, going to be silly and ham it up for the camera. Right. I don't want to see people just, like, going about flicking coins into that fountain. Right. Like, sorry. It's just not an interesting, like, to what end. Like, that's the reality. <laughs> it's like, mm-mm. So, I can't believe we sat through that. There were so many other. I was like, I need to actually go buy stuff. Like, I can do that. Yeah, you can. I'm going to go shopping. First of all, you, uh, Patrick, and I do not usually get on our phones like that no. in a movie. We were all on our phones for like an extensive amount of time, especially Patrick. I was like, dang. He bye. was reading stories. Yeah, I was like, okay, bye. Um, so, yeah. Next, we're going to talk about Celebrity Big Brother. It is literally the best show on TV. Yeah. I miss, I need to watch one, the one from Friday. Okay, so I won't tell you who goes home. No, exactly. I don't know. So, there's been three episodes so far. First off, have you watched any of the Olympics? No, I just don't care. I, You know what's weird is I used to watch the little three-hour things at night and mm-hmm. just fast-forward to the things I liked, mm-hmm. but I haven't done any of that this time. I did watch some of the opening ceremony, and after about three and a half minutes of it, I was like, why am I watching this? Except I recorded it. It was three hours long. I, there's, I was like, this is just taking up so much space. Yeah, but I did like when they had the Spice Girls a couple years ago. Like, that was interesting. This was not. Maybe the closing ceremony will be better. That's not nice of me to say it's not interesting. I'm sure culturally it meant a lot to a lot of people. But for me, it was not visually interesting. Um, Celebrity Big Brother is basically Big Brother with celebrities. (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, It has some interesting people like Omarosa, fresh out of the White House. Ross Matthews, fresh from RuPaul's Drag Race. Meta World Peace. Meta World Peace, who I didn't know who that was. Sorry. Mark McGrath. Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray. Brandy Glanville from The Housewives. Heather Keish, something. Uh, who? The girl from American Pie. Uh, Shannon Elizabeth. Shannon. Uh, the girl from Hairspray. Yes. I love her. Me too. Yeah. Okay, so that's enough. I'll stop listening to people. So, oh, that wrestler. Chuck Liddell. Yes. And the guy from Big Time Rush. James Maslow. Should we keep going? <laughs> So anyway, it's what's it's all happening over 19 days. There are 13 episodes. So this is just like the UK version, except in the UK version, fans just vote. I don't like that. So that's how it was in the first season of Big Brother in America, because mm-hmm. that's how the UK one was. I don't even think they do like the regular Big Brother in the UK anymore. They just do the celebrity one. Uh, Courtney Act just won the celebrity yeah. one. Isn't that crazy? Her and some like old woman. I was like, what? <laughs> Um, so anyway, absolutely fascinating watching them just like argue, watching them try to play a reality show game and watching the girl from hairspray pick different hats and headbands. I didn't see that part. You, I mean, how have you missed it? She had the one with the ears. She had that weird like wolf hat Uh -uh. when she was in there talking to Ross. 
I don't remember. The days are blurred. You watch the live feeds on CBS All Access? No. I will eventually peek in, but I, you know, we, first of all, I would like, you know, the Terrell family only got internet so that we could watch the live feeds of Big Brother in our house in Hillsboro. That's how long I've been watching the show. Um, my mom used to get up at like five o'clock in the morning and watch the live feeds. Like Just when like, she was getting ready for work, she'd sit in my room on the computer because the computer was in my room, like the family computer, and she would be sitting there watching the live feeds. <laughs> oh my god that's a real life um so it's absolutely so in this one it's just like regular big brother except it's really fast like in the first two episode three days they've already had a head of household nominated and kicked people out so like by the end of 19 days it'll be down to two and all the people go home and then come back and vote i don't know if i like that Oh, yeah, that's weird. Because then they can go home and watch what they're saying, like, in the diary room. Yeah. So they're, like, talking crap about them. Totally. So it's interesting. Also, Amorosa, I still just don't... It's, like, hard to buy anything about her being genuine. Right. Because she's so strategic about how she presents herself. But she looks amazing. She does Where'd she great. get all these gowns? Yeah, I don't know. She looks like a super... I mean, uh, like a pad, beauty pageant winner. She was great on The Apprentice, though. Did you watch The Apprentice no. at all? Like, she understands reality TV. She totally gets it. She gets the role that she's playing. So, like, regardless of what you think about her politically, like, she is good TV. Is it weird that you have a box set of that on your TV stand? No, but Alana said when her family was at her house for Thanksgiving, it became, like, a big conversation piece that I owned that. Sorry. And I'll say this now. If Donald Trump stopped being president and they came back with Celebrity Apprentice next season and he was the host, I'd watch every episode. I love The Apprentice. But you didn't love it because Donald Trump was on No, but he's good TV. (laughs) I mean, how do you think he is where he is now? He's entertaining. He understands. It's like shock value. But is that not what is scary? I'm not talking, I'm saying not political, nothing political about it. Just reality TV, The Apprentice, I loved. Also, what am I going to do, like burn it? Like people did the Dixie Chick CD? Get a life. Like who cares? Find something better to do. It was like a dollar. I got it at the Goodwill. So obviously I didn't really invest in it. Um, okay, next we're going to talk about the Cloverfield Paradox. Oh, yeah. Which is on Netflix, streaming now. So you can watch it at your house. Yes. It debuted right after the Super Bowl. And it's the third movie in the Cloverfield series. How many are there going to be? I think forever. So, if you've never seen Cloverfield, it's a movie that came out, like... January 22nd, 2008. Oh, my God. Um, you know, actually, I saw it. I did know that, kind of. I used to write it all over my composition book. What, That's Cloverfield? How, like, 12208, because they had, like, this whole, like, marketing. <laughs> like, an online marketing campaign where, like, you had to, like, look online. I, I was in, that. like, ninth grade. I remember that. How old were you in 2008? I was in college. <laughs> Freshman year of college. Oh, Jessica Chambers came and got me and we went to see it. I remember that. I was freshman year of high school. And remember, it was just a poster, right, Patrick? Yeah. I'm not asking you because you were a child, so you don't remember. But, I, like... I first learned about this. Watch. It was... They released the first teaser before the first Transformers movie. And I remember freaking out, like, what is this movie? Because I'd never seen a movie advertised like that. Yeah, it was genius. And Tim Cloverfield Lane was very good. Loved that one. So this is the third... So it's basically like... The first one was like a shaky camera movie. Like found Found footage. footage. The second one was like a real movie. But it all deals with the same thing where it's like a monster attacks the city. It's like a Godzilla movie but told from the other end. Exactly. Um, This one is all in space. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. 
But I did it live up to the second one? Absolutely not. No way. There's a. I, I think it worked out well that it came out on Netflix because it. That's where it needs to be. Yeah. It's not good enough to be like the. You know what I mean? No, that's true. That's absolutely true. I, I, I think my biggest issue with it was that it. If we saw life. It's so, like sort of the same thing. It pulled a lot of elements. Yeah, even it's though they probably similar. were being made at the same time. Yeah, but very, it's like very similar. Th- yeah, we've sort of hit space really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the, if you put it together, it's like a puzzle piece in this grand puzzle. Yeah. I think it's very good. Yeah, exactly. I will say this, and we always, I always say this, and you always roll your eyes at me. There is something about a movie, a real movie being put out on Netflix that I find takes away from the grandness of like a movie. Oh no, I I mean I agree, but I also disagree. I I'm not one to watch movies at home. That might be it. I mean neither am I. But like that movie it's in space and there's these like hu- and y'all have a humongous TV. Think like some people have TVs as a microwaves. And that they're like they watch stuff on their phone. Right. Like Jose was watching in the back on his phone and I was like you should be watching a movie about space on your, like, on a two-inch screen. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's I like, mean, it's true. I completely agree. But there is something to be said about how they did that. Absolutely. I loved it the way they dumped it. Even 10 Cloverfield Lane, the way they sort of, like, slid it in was cool. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The only movie that's really done that like that is Blair Witch. Totally. Are they making another Blair Witch movie? I don't think so. I loved that last one. Is that on Netflix? Mm-mm. Great. Um, well, anyway... Yeah, if you like those movies, I'd say watch it. One and a half thumbs. Patrick's trying to tell me something. Patrick, just say language. it. Oh, Queer Eye. I haven't watched it yet. I'm just going to say watch okay. it. Okay. I meant to watch it. Frankie told me that he didn't Patrick like was it. Going. Oh, he was... He's like... <laughs> I need to watch it. Frankie didn't like it, though. He said it was boring. Frankie is literally... Frankie listens to this? He, I know he's he does. Oh. No, he does. He listens to every episode. You're on drugs. Patrick <laughs> and I literally watched all of them yesterday and cried every single episode. Like, actually crying? I thought you meant, like, crying laughing. That, too, but, like, crying. It's very heartfelt because they pick these guys who are so unsuspecting. Like, from the deep, deep south who are, like, married and have kids. It's crazy. I love it. I love it. Okay, I'm going to watch tonight. Yeah. Um, and finally, we're going to talk about Sex and the City 3. Mm-hmm. Really, the fight between Sarah Jessica Parker and Kim Cattrall. Yeah, you think this is all just setting up for a movie? No. Well, okay. Here's the here's the answer. There will be a Sex and the City three. Will it happen next year? Probably not. Will it happen in two years? I think so. Sarah Jessica Parker has gone on a full publicity campaign recently mm-hmm. for divorce, mm-hmm. which I told Alex I don't think divorce is going to come back. I didn't watch it yet. It's so good. You di- you didn't finish the first one, did you? Mm-mm. It's actually very good. And the second season has been even better. And, like, I forget because of all the crappy movies Sarah Jessica Parker did, she really is a good actress. I agree. Like, on Sex and the City, which I know everybody rolls her eyes, but, like, she is really... At, like, that is her in her world. Totally. She's great. Totally. Um, But... Anyway, so she's on divorce. She's been doing all this promotion for it. And, of course, everywhere she goes, all anybody asks her about is Sex and City. Which sometimes I feel bad for her. But she always, like, is so, like, loving and gracious mm-hmm. about it. It makes it seem like she doesn't care. But she's been saying basically the same thing everywhere, which is they're going to have a grief period for what could have been. And then they're going to see what they can do. That makes Meaning sense. they're going to make a third movie. Yeah. Michael Patrick King has already said that he's going to figure something out, that it's too big to let die. So it's like, they're going to do something. 
Should they recast? I don't think so. Uh, somebody else as Samantha? Yeah, because no the, the thing is, is this is the end. Like, they have basically said this is going to be the end no matter what. Mm-hmm. And if this is the end, I don't want to spend any amount of time trying to accept someone new as Samantha. Yeah. I want it to feel lived in and like a bookend, yeah. not like something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I've said it a thousand times, Kim Cattrall should just be dead. She Open had it breast at her cancer. Funeral. Exactly. And also, like I was telling my mom and Alex and anybody who will listen to me talk about Sex in the City, that if you're talking about women of that age, yeah. and it's this grand story of friendship, death is a large part of that. And she had cancer. Exactly. And she's annoying. So let's be real, I'll never like Kim Cattrall again. After all this. So she basically, her brother was missing, and then they found him deceased. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, brother. And... Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker reached out to her privately and then on her Instagram commented under something where she had posted about her brother had died. Thank you for all the people. Re- or like, no, I think it was just like her brother had passed. Sarah Jessica Parker commented and said like, our deepest sympathies are with you. We love you. And like, Godspeed to your brother. She posted the next day, Kim Cattrall saying, thank you to all the fans, friends and sex in the city people mm-hmm. who have reached out to me or whatever. Which people were assuming meant Sarah Jessica Parker because she was the only one who had commented. But then the next day she went into like, after people were commenting that in the thing, this is too much of a deep dive. But I mean, you know I'm like sitting there with my phone one inch from my face. She said, and Sarah Jessica Parker, like, I don't want your condolences. Literally. Literally wrote it in text and put it on her Instagram. I want to read it. We're going to read it to you, quote. And and we quote. I wish, I wish I hadn't read it. Now, I do too. That, that, it hurts my feelings. I don't need your love or support at this tragic time at Sarah Jessica Parker. My mom asked me today, in quotes, when will that Sarah Jessica Parker tag her, that hypocrite, leave you alone? Your continuous reaching out in a, is a painful reminder of how cruel you really were then and now. Let me make this very clear if I haven't already. You are not my family. You are not my friend. So I'm writing to tell you one last time to stop exploiting our tragedy in order to restore your nice girl persona. And then linked an article to the New York Post where basically they all they completely stick up for Kim Cattrall. Right. I'm sorry, I 100% do not buy... I still do not buy Sarah Jessica Parker is not nice. Do I think Kim Cattrall maybe was felt left out of the three of them? Sure. Mm. But also, we know as fact, Kim Cattrall is the reason Sex and City ended because she wanted more money and they wouldn't give it to her. They said for the second movie, she pitched a fit about money, and because the first one had done so well, they met her demands, and so she did it. So it's no different in this same situation. She wanted more money. They wouldn't give it to her because they said, A, the second one didn't do as well, and C, in the years since the second one, because it's been a good few years, she's done nothing. Literally. Other than theater in London or whatever. But like as far as like movie star wattage, she has none. I mean, she was an ice princess. Let's be real. Like, that's her claim outside of Sex City fame till now. Do you think it'll ever be resolved? I don't think her part of it will ever be resolved. And I think all she's doing is making people think she's even more of a not nice word than they already did. Yeah. I'm sad that it will. there will never be a third one with the four of them. But at the end of the day, as long as Sarah Jessica Parker's up there, I don't really care what happens. And Cynthia Nixon. And Cynthia Nixon. And, and, and you know what I mean? I, lo- I love the world. So, like... Who cares? And it would be such like a good um, slap in your face if it ends up like doing extremely well. Which oh, it, it will. will. 
and it's like an actually good movie, which it won't be, but it'll be great. <laughs> the second one was so not that I good. I loved it. I love it. Of course, I love the world, but like I cried. And compared to the first one, yeah, no, no way. I mean, they went to Abu Dhabi, huh? And Aiden was there, huh? <laughs> okay, our question of the week goes. I mean, uh, goes to comes from Jennifer. She said, "Where did Taylor Swift go?" Don't know. Don't care. It is interesting that her moment of an album came and went so quickly. Yeah. Last time when she had, what was the CD? 1989. Mm-hmm. That, those songs were pumped for like months and months and months. The problem is reputation's not good. If you like it, don't talk to me. It's not good. There's like three or four songs, that, and none of the songs have done very well. Even the first one that was number one for weeks and weeks, it was number one because it was her first single to a new CD. Not because people were really bopping to that song. I did hear Are You Ready For It the other day in the grocery store, and I found it like off-putting because I hadn't heard it in so long. I was like, oh yeah, this song. It is weird. It just, that style doesn't fit her. It also doesn't really sound like anything else on the radio. And I don't know. Do I think she'll recover? Absolutely. Do I think that like her career is over in any way? Absolutely not. But it is like, you know, everybody's got to have peaks and valleys. That's true. And she's just had a very deep valley. Exactly. <laughs> not as deep as Katy Perry. Oh, no. <laughs> but I think like Katy Perry, again, she could have one song and she'll be queen of the world again and nobody will care. I mean, she's still made like... Not as like, deep as Kelly Clarkson. She's never had a valley. She's she's like not even on a. What peak. was the last time she had a number one album? Um, piece by piece. What was number one? Yes, get away from me! I don't need to sit here and defend Kelly Clarkson to you. Kelly Clarkson is not Taylor Swift, but she's not Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> I, just like, I know you like just poking me. Everybody has always dug at me about Kelly Clarkson. Katie Smith did it to me in high school. Alex Pinkus did it to me in college, and you're doing it to me in the real world. And guess what? I stick by her, and I can't wait for the voice. Oh, into American Idol. And eh, who cares? I mean, it was fun, but that's okay. Thank you so much for your question, Jennifer. If you have a question for us, you can email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. Now your song of the week. Mine is um, Another Light by uh, a guy named Henry Green.
You know it? No. It reminds me of Rye. Um, like very kind of smooth. Do you want to go see Bishop Briggs? I don't know who that is. She's that girl who sings like a grandma. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Patrick, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. Um, my song of the week is called Friends. It's by Francis and the Lights featuring Bon Iver. heard of it yesterday i'm so curious because i remember it might be 45 years old i don't know we'll look it up but i like it and i like the song i'm not a big fan of his career but i do like that one <laughs> um all right so that's our songs i i closed out the app by accident <laughs> let me scroll back this week you are looking forward to what are you looking forward to? I Even though I don't really care, and I can already tell you I liked it, I can already give you my full review of Black Panther. It was great. Oh, yeah. I liked it. I'm excited. I'm excited. I can. It's not going to get 100% in my book. I'm going to no just way. put it out there. No way. It looks just like every other Marvel movie that's ever come out, except there's like half the sarcasm. Yeah. Just like Wonder Woman was good, but like I didn't like build a shrine to it in my house. That's what this will be. But people are going to love it for political reasons I will not get into in this podcast. Um, but I'm excited. I can't wait. Isn't there something else that's coming out this week? But maybe I don't know. Valentine's Day, you're going to Disney? Oh, yeah. You're off on Wednesday? Yeah. That's what you should be looking forward to. I'm you so jerk. thrilled. I should have taken Thursday off, though. Yeah, what were you thinking? I don't know. Do it. Call it sick. Maybe I will. I'm just kidding. I have to work, so don't do that. Um, okay, so this... Uh, and finally, your goober of the week. Mine was going to be Kim Cattrall. Don't look at my armpits. I'm sorry. I didn't. <laughs> Curry, I literally I mean, you raise your, your arms. I look... I, it's not like I'm look. I'm like checking out you, your uh, pits. I have a hole in my armpit. I mean, my shirt right now. Okay, yeah, that's not I cute. should get rid of this. I know. But I never wear it. Oh, well. Not in my armpit, in my shirt. I have a hole in my armpit. Sounds like I'm like deformed. Oh, I shouldn't say that. I'm, never mind. I'm, like, I'm just going to stop there. Um, finally, my goober of the week. Uh, mine is... Okay, so uh, Amy Schumer has a new movie coming out called oh, yeah. I Feel Pretty. Yeah. They released a trailer this week. I think it looks hilarious mm-hmm. in like the stupidest of ways. And I did watch that Melissa McCarthy trailer. It looks so dumb, but <laughs> so funny. Anyway, the Melissa... I mean, the Amy Schumer movie got all this backlash on Twitter because people are saying that she's not confident in her body until she gets hit in the head. Mm -hmm. Have y'all never laughed? Like, why are we upset over a trailer? Obviously, Amy Schumer, who's, like, the ultimate feminist, like, Mm -hmm. stands up for women, spends her whole, like, social media life, like, championing... I can't ever get that word out right. How do you say it? Say it. Championing. 
women and their careers and comedians. Like, she's obviously not going to do some movie that's, like, bashing on, like, women. body shaming yeah. people. It's, it's it's all in good humor, and there's obviously a message to it. The only thing I thought was, this literally seems like the Barbie movie that she described. Yeah. Like, almost identical to the movie that she had said. So I'm I like, agree. did you just make that movie and not call it Barbie? Or... But you have to admit, when she falls on the ground and her hair gets caught in the spin bike, like, that is funny. When Melissa McCarthy lights the thing on fire and flips backwards, that is funny. I can't wait. I love to watch her fling her body around. <laughs> Me too. I agree. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. If you like what you heard, and we know you did, hit the subscribe button. Want more? Watch our videos at youtube.com slash C slash Curry Terrell. Follow us on Instagram at Curry Terrell and at Adrian J. Gomez. Follow us on Twitter at Curry Terrell and at Yo, Adrian J. Gomez. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Let's Chat with Curry. Have a question for us? Email us at Let's Chat with Curry at gmail.com. See you next week. Bye, y'all.